Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. For obvious reasons, we keep this place as gloomy as possible. Welcome to Mind Poppers Podcast. We are as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies. Once you get used to these grim surroundings, you'll never leave. Nobody ever does. We continue now with tonight's case, Conspiracy. Now, right now, listen. Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Poppers Podcast. 2021. It doesn't look like it's slowing down any time soon. Um, you know what? I kind of ricochet between just just wanting peace, just wanting it all to end. But then there is also a side of me, a very chaotic side of me that's like, okay, let's let's see what 2021 can bring. Let's see how 2021 is going to top last year. There is a certain anarchist in me that is like, bring it on. Let's see how the world is going to burn. First week into 2021. Well, oh my God, it's the second week now. Um, things have been crazy. Um, we had those Jeffree Star... And Kanye West rumours, rumours that Jeffree Star of Jeffree Star Cosmetics was laying pipe to Kanye West um, amidst divorce rumours between Kim and Kanye. Jeffree came out and said that it was not true at all. But the rumour had originated because someone was saying that Kanye West was sexually involved, was having an affair with a male beauty blogger. Um... Now, of course, I just did my old little digging around and once Jeffree Star, you know, said there was nothing to it, I thought that was it. A couple of people had gotten on to me, though. Um, obviously, no names. That's not what we do here. Someone who was involved in the club circuit in the United States said that it was um, kind of a well-known kind of, I guess, secret or whatever, if that makes sense, that Kanye West... Um, had sex with Amanda Lepore, a trans um, model, I guess, back in the clubs in New York. So, I mean, there, where there's smoke, there's fire is all I'll say, allegedly, I will also say. Um, but the rappers, they love their trans girls. They do. I mean, Drake, God, yeah, they all love their trans girls. A lot of people are theorizing that Kanye West was actually gay. Um, regardless of the Jeffree Star rumours. A lot of people were saying that he was gay. And you know what? It makes sense to me if he was gay because Kanye West, he literally picked out, of all, all, all the women in the world, he picked out Kim Kardashian West, who is this, like, hyper-feminine icon, I guess, you know, is the is the kind of at the crux of, we'll say, mainstream um pop culture femininity so it's like if you were going to cover up you know your sexuality with anyone you're going to pick like the the most girly girl in the world or whatever if that makes sense 
Um, and the fact that, you know, like a gay man's dream, the fact then that like, you know, because Kim Kardashian is essentially like Kanye West's Barbie doll. And, you know, he spent time um, like dressing her in all these terrible, terrible clothing. They were never good. Those shoes are, 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 are terrible. So maybe there is something to that. Maybe Kanye West is a mo. Um, <laughs> excuse my French. So there could be something to that. Um, civil war on the horizon for the United States um, as these crackers uh, storm the capital. Uh, which, you know, and I'll say this, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I mean, look, I'm mad because you stormed the capital um, and you did what? You stormed the Capitol, okay, and then you sat in Nancy Pelosi's office and took selfies, you fucking loser. You know, like, I I can respect anyone storming a government building. I can, I can, you know, respect a revolution, you know. I'm here for a revolution um, or an uprising, you know, sign me up, I'm all about that. But you go in and you steal a podium and you take fucking pictures in Nancy Pelosi's office. You fucking honky loser. You know, that was just so sad to me. Like, what was the point of it? You broke in and then what? You know? Um, And again, I didn't really respect it because they were doing it for Trump. Not that I'm like, oh my God, I, I hate Trump so much that I just, you know, it's it's not that. It's the fact that that was your reason for storming the Capitol. Like that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back was was Trump. Um, now, of course, those pe- these people are getting arrested or whatever. Um, and there was, you know, it was kind of funny because it was like a lot of people were like, you know, making the comparison and rightly so that if it was like a Black Lives Matter movement, you know, because we'd seen how, how the Capitol was armed the last time when the Black Lives Matter protests were going on. And, you know, it looked like they had a fucking army on the Capitol steps, you know. Um, but it was funny, you know, then seeing all these all, the, all these white folk going up um, and doing it and really nothing was done. Uh, and it was like kind of a factor. We're like, hmm, you know, maybe maybe we want some more police brutality. Do you know? Um, it was kind of that lack of police brutality, and you were like, really? Um, but enough about that. Now, what I will say is that we keep our eyes tuned when you're listening to this because I think the word on the street is that the next big like protest, like you know, viva la viva la revolution, in terms of these uh, Trump punkies. Um, something's supposed to be happening on the 17th, okay? Maybe the 16th, 17th. So keep your eyes peeled on the news for that. We'll see what their next trick is going to be. Um, and the last thing I'd say about this before we get into the meat of the episode, like you, you see all these like real kind of like leftist people, you know, or whatever, um, talking, or, you know, you're seeing these idiots uh, on Twitter and whatever after like uh, former, I guess, President Donald Trump now, um was, you know, like, banned from Twitter, banned from Facebook, banned from Shopify, um, banned from YouTube, all, all of these different social media platforms, which, what I would say, is going to be detrimental to him securing a bag, you know, post-presidency when he's trying to flog his wares. You know, it's his most direct access to his audience. So that is going to be um, a real killer for him, for sure. I imagine he's going to, you know, take something to that in court. But um, more so, what really annoyed me was all these kind of leftists are very, whatever... Being like, um, being like, oh my god, like yes, Twitter, you know, yes, Facebook, these big tech companies, and I'm kind of like, well, first of all, okay, Donald Trump has been left, 
to his own devices and given free reign for the last four years when when the majority of this damage was done. So now big tech wants to swoop in in the final days. He's only in office for a couple more days until Biden takes over, until Sleepy Joe comes in. Um, so now for all these big tech companies to swoop in and be like, oh, we're blocking Donald Trump. It's the right thing to do. You know, after he, you know, incited violence or whatever and, you know, this capital uprising. And I was like, get a fucking life, you honky losers. It's like, seriously, you're going to like suck the arse of these big tech companies. Four years, this this psychopath had free reign. But now, in, in when he only has a couple of days left and they know that he's a losing ship, he's lost the election, they all want to swoop in now and be like, it's not right and we, we have to get him off our platforms. It's too fucking late for that, okay? Big tech, as bad as you think Donald Trump is, you know, and rightly so, whatever, understand that big tech okay the people who you know allowed the you know the spread of misinformation um who voter suppression all of this the people who are stealing your data and selling your data okay are infinitely times more evil than donald trump okay and you best believe that now moving on down to our conspiracy corner Conspiracy that I want to talk to you today briefly, okay? And this one, it is kind of startling and look, whatever. A lot of us obviously are afraid to fly. I used to be afraid to fly for many, many, many years until I just stopped caring if the plane went down. When you stop, when you lose the will to live, you will be, you will be so shocked in in what fears just disappear. Um... But something I came across right in the darkest recesses of the internet was this theory, okay? You know when you're on the plane and you're sitting down and you have that little pamphlet in front of you, you know, and it goes through all the safety instructions about your belt, what to do when the oxygen masks come down. Uh, What I'll say about that is something, you know, that I did not appreciate as a child was it always said, oh, your parents put on put on your gas or your oxygen mask first. That didn't sit right with me as a child, you know? I wanted it on first. And if mommy and daddy had the time, then move on to them. But more startling than that, right? Is that, you know, they're told when you're, we're like, we're bracing for impact, bitches, you know, buckle up. And you kind of go into that brace for impact position, the fetal position or whatever, According, okay, and this again, the streets have been saying that that position, right, is a lie. It's a hoax, this fetal position that you're supposed to get into as the plane is about to crash, okay? People are saying it's it's a farce, okay? They're saying this because, allegedly, what these people are theorizing is when you get into this position upon impact, this actually, whatever way your body is structured, this will actually snap your neck like that, okay? And it actually kills you upon impact straight away. And they want you to die when the plane's going down. Again, according to these theorists, these conspiracy theorists, they want you to die when the plane is going down so that you're dead, obviously. But for the reason being, that the people who survive, you know, a plane crash like that, you know, 
we'll, we'll have to get paid out like a big massive settlement, like millions in a settlement. So apparently that's what, again, this is just the streets talking, saying that getting into that fetal position is actually deliberately designed to kill you so the airlines don't go bankrupt, so the airlines aren't paying out millions um, in damages or whatever to the survivors. Get into that. How fucking evil is that? Now, what I will say is because I don't want to be held responsible if any of you go down. A, a lot of a, a lot of people on the internet as well are saying this is being debunked numerous times via crash test dummies and what have you. Okay, the popular consensus is that this conspiracy theory is debunked and that you should get in. You should brace yourself in the fetal position for your own good. Now. Is it above, you know, airlines to pay a few people, send a few brown envelopes, you know, to these websites, you know, tell them, tell them that the fetal position is not designed to kill them. I mean, no, but I do have to say disclaimer because I, again, will not be paying out anyone's families. Um, But there you have it. Okay, that's interesting. Is it actually designed to kill you? Or I mean, it would make sense. And we all know how corrupt and evil these big money-making monster industries are. So, I mean, it's a possibility. Now, just in case, I do want to bestow upon you some useful things that you can use um, if your plane is going down. Okay, well, first of all, it's really, you only have about a 1 in an 11 million chance of going down, I believe. Um, and you know what doesn't say right maybe about that is the fact that you have more chance of dying in a plane crash than you do in winning the lottery. You know, that doesn't sit right with me. Um, but I guess one of the main rules is you about you have 90 seconds, okay? So what, what the streets are saying is that it's not a lot of the time it's not the impact necessarily that kills somebody but it's the plane blowing the fuck up you know when it hits the ground so they're saying that if the plane goes down and and you survive the impact that you need to be running for the hills because you've 90 seconds before that motherfucker is completely engulfed in flames so you got to get out of there in 90 seconds now again fitness comes into it as well they're saying that like young, a young slender male has the most chance of survival. So thank you very much. Whereas they're saying that a fat older woman is the most likely to die. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> um, also, they're saying the bigger the plane, obviously, the more chances you have. A lot of people are saying, remember the five row rule. So what you want to be doing is kind of being seated five, um, I guess, five seats away or five rows away from the emergency exit. So I guess kind of towards the back of the plane, back to middle of the plane. Don't think you're supposed to like go up the front of the plane because usually the plane nose dives, you know. So you want to stay away from there if you want to optimize your chance of um, of surviving that um again the most dangerous times in the plane is the first three seconds or sorry the first three minutes taking off and the last eight minutes landing is your your biggest chances of going down now again they're give off they're giving tips like saying don't sleep but i mean come on um make sure your shoes are secured okay i think that's fair don't be wearing your birkenstocks on the plane okay 
because, well, maybe you deserve what you get if you're wearing Birkenstocks in, in, in the first place. Um, they do advise don't drink alcohol, um, which I would disagree with completely. Um, make sure your seatbelt is fastened, obviously. I, you're not going to tell me that those airplane seatbelts do shit because they're not they're I mean look at them they're like something that you wear in the bumper cars they're not saving you from shit I'm sorry I I don't think that they are I really don't but wear them you know again I'm not I'm not having I'm not paying out anyone's family by taking any of this advice okay this is a conspiracy theory for a reason um so you know follow the instructions Okay, but enough about that, okay, because uh, none of us are going to be on a plane anytime soon, so we don't really need to worry about it. The topic, the story of this week's episode is titled, Your Cock is Mine Now. And I know a lot of people are like, such filth, such filth and vulgarity on this podcast. Perhaps, but this is interesting, okay? This was a story that was reported in uh, on Vice uh, this Monday, uh, just gone. Um, but before I get into the story, okay, I need to make sure that we're all up to date and we're all on the same page on this concept of chastity cages. And when I say chastity cages, I am referring, of course, to the BDSM world, the kink world, the fetish world, okay? So basically, for those of you who are not in the know, um, a chastity cage is kind of like a jail, but the prisoner is some guy's penis, Okay. So traditionally, a submissive man who is living that BDSM life um, would have his penis locked, right, in this tight-fitting cage, like a metal cage. And then the key to that cage would be taken and kept by the dominant party, you know, so whoever that happens to be in the in the, the relationship dynamic, okay? So you're, you're in visualizing this, okay? A, a flaccid penis, okay? There I said it. Um, with this like metal cage. So imagine, you know, those like Japanese finger traps, like where you put your like two fingers in and like you can't get them out, you know? Think that, but metal and it's for a penis. Um, so the whole, I guess, thing about it is the whole concept about it is that the guy wearing the chastity cage isn't going to be able to masturbate one or even become fully erect or have much of an erection at all because of the metal bars around his junk okay we're on the same page are you all following me so this I guess it, it like falls into a power play theme which is obviously very pre- pre- prevalent throughout BDSM and King community when guys who get off on wearing a chastity cage around their penis, it obviously, like, it gets the rocks off because it's, like, submitting all their power. And and what better way, like, for a man who's, who's into this life to do that than basically giving control over his penis to somebody else, okay? And, like, this penis, obviously, like, the penis, I mean, in general, like, being like the center point I guess of a manhood at least in the traditional biological sense and look we don't kink shame here we don't we never have and we never will um and look I can definitely understand the psychology behind it and why that would be sexually appealing to some people you know oftentimes the biggest alpha males or alpha females who are all tough and talk a big game on the streets are the biggest bottom 
bitches in this in, in the sheets and that's a fact that is a fact I said what I said uh, and I mean look at former president Trump and his scandal around the golden shower you remember that many like of these hyper alpha people like to be turned into little bitches in the bedroom in the same way Donald Trump was aroused by some chick urinating on him like you just know okay and this is in my IMO, in my opinion, but you just know all the all these guys on Instagram, like who are the forex traders, who always talk about like how much money they're making from Bitcoin, and are posting like pictures of their watch on their wrist with the hashtag baller or balling or on that graft. Um, they're all getting urinated on. Like now you know they are all getting urinated on. Like you just know. That Ali Kelly chokes Conor Ryan out during sex. <laughs> like, you know it. You know that she does. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? There is nothing wrong with any of, of the aforementioned. Um, absolutely not. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. However, okay, and this is where it gets interesting. Okay, this is where the article comes in. Mm. Okay. So the problems are arising, okay, when we see this BDSM life and merging, I guess, with this current digital age. And I'll explain why. So obviously I was referring back to a story that was released um, on Vice this Monday, just gone. So in this article, okay, they're talking about this app called Cellmate, okay? So basically, from their Amazon, this is how the product is described. The world's first app-controlled chastity device. With the Cellmate chastity device, it doesn't matter where you are or what you are doing. You, as the key master, have the power to decide if your submissive is allowed to be unlocked from his chastity. In combination with the app for Android and iOS, you can simply set up your account and link the cellmate to your user ID. Every account has a unique user ID which can control multiple cellmate devices. When your first cellmate is paired to your account at the... Oh my god, excuse me. Basically, okay, to get down to the bones of it. You can buy these things and they're available on Amazon to buy, okay? Cellmate is the app and, and it's also a device. So it's one of these cock cages, okay? That that these guys obviously get off by by giving someone else the power to lock their cock, basically. So if they can't jerk off, they can't get an erection. 
Um, and again, it's obviously the submitting, submittive like power play that that gets these guys off. So you can buy these cages, okay? But these are special ones that are actually connected to an app. So your master or your dominant, whoever, whatever corner of the globe, whatever, is able to control, you know, is able to control the app. And in theory, I mean, it sounds great, but whatever. One of the, the reviews on Amazon I saw was from C. Crankle. Um, he gave it one out of five stars and said, do not buy. Um, he said, I had to break it open after two tries. The rings were poorly made and had sharp edges. Ring had a massive amount of pinching and was too small. Cage was a good size, but had crevices for skin to hide and pinch. The app sucks. It never stays connected. The lock itself stopped working. It made the noise like it hadn't locked, but the pin didn't move. I had to remove the battery to get my member out and then break the cage to get my sack out. Extremely painful and so not worth my money. Okay, a very dissatisfied customer. And like I said, I mean, in theory, it sounds great. It seems like it would revolutionize the cock locker community. You could have a mistress or a master in any corner of the globe who could put that penis on lock all by touching a button on their phone, you know? This would make it so much easier for masters and slaves, obviously, like to engage in this like BDSM practice without ever having to meet in person. And not only that, but think about all these desperate bottom bitches during the pandemic who have no access to meeting someone to shove their dick in a metal cage. You would think it was, again, a part of la revolution, but nothing of the sort. As it turns out, a few bad reviews was the least of of the worries here recently a hacker took control of people's internet connected chastity cages okay so all of a sudden all these people who were using this cellmate app and had their 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 chastity whatever you want to call cock cage whatever on suddenly it was controlled now by hackers someone else was controlling your junk and i mean look whatever about like your mistress or your master or whatever controlling your cock now you have some fucking stranger on the internet controlling your peen never good never good so basically these hackers took control of the internet connected chastity cages like i said and they demanded a ransom to be paid in bitcoin to unlock it again these fucking bitcoin queens coming out of the woodwork to fuck it up for everybody else clearly asserting the dominance because they feel so ashamed that they're getting pissed on um like i said but your cock is mine now the hacker told one of their victims vice reported uh basically that this uh, one of the guys that they reached out to was called Robert and he received a message from a hacker demanding a payment of 0.02 bitcoin not really sure what that is I I tried I tried to do the whole bitcoin thing I did not have it in me I I didn't um but I know that about 0.02 bitcoin it would roughly translate to about 750 US dollars um now there was a no more follow-up from Vice. I'm guessing not a, lot of, not a lot of people wanted to talk about it. Um, so we don't really know how many countless people's been... All we know that there was a hacking into the devices. Um, and it wasn't just Robert. It wasn't just Robert's cock that got the lock, okay? It was across the board. 
all of a sudden cellmate had been hijacked by hackers and now peens all around the globe who were in cages were no longer able to get out of the cages until they paid $750 well bitcoin 0.02 bitcoin but you know what and the thing is right it's it's not just that men are doing it with the, with these cock cages, okay? It's not because you've all heard of these, like the you know the vibrators that women put inside of themselves, and then like you have like the man using an app to turn the vibrator on and off at like the master's own will, which does sound quite fucking hot, doesn't it? That does sound a little hot. I won't lie, it does because again, it's not as extreme as um. It's not like the stream is having a cage around your penis. You know, it's a vibrator. A lot of people are actually getting very into that um, during the lockdown. This kind of whole, this this sex. And you can buy these toys. Actually, if you're listening, it could be, it could be a good thing. If you're one of these people who are not quarantining with their significant other, other or partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, you can actually get these things relatively cheap enough that would allow you to do this you know you get a vibrator they get a vibrator whatever and you can each control it you know using an app again i think you're pretty safe with a vibrator um and you guys could be like doing like your phone sex whatever and also kind of like stimulating each other through this app you know which is going to control each other's toy that could be something for you guys let me know if anyone is doing anything like that um, and is looking for a third (laughs) um But as far as technology has come, right, like the internet is very much still like the wild, wild west and IMO, you know, in my opinion, you should not be mixing technology and your genitals, at least not yet, you know, give it a couple of years. Um, I have to think as well that these people were a little naive, if not morons, um, because like this whole system is built around the internet, right? And it's like you all know that the internet is it, like it sometimes it, it, it doesn't even work for days at a time or it's like super slow or whatever. Like imagine having to ring up Aircom explaining to them that if they don't get their shit together, your cock is going to explode. You know, I, I can't even get Imagine Broadband to call me back. So, like, I'm sure as hell not going to trust them with the welfare of my peen, you know? It's like, what do, what do some people be thinking? If you thought that was a lot, you have no idea what is about to come your way as we move on down to what is that. This story is wild. This is probably the most interesting celebrity story I've heard in a long, long time. I have to say, with the receipts and it is, oh, this is a good one. This is a good, finally, celebrities have started giving back. Unbeknownst to them, they're giving back. Um, But it's a scandal, a scandal of, Oh, just delicious proportions. <clears throat> so, for this week's What Is That? I didn't have to look very far, if I'm being honest, into the vast wasteland that is cyberspace before I came across these messages that were allegedly, okay, sent out by Army Hammer. Okay, Army Hammer. If you don't know who he is, 
He's this beautiful actor that was catapulted to fame from his leading role in the in this movie called Call Me By Your Name, alongside that little white crackhead twink, Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Take a second to, to Google him if you have to. If you, you may have seen the movie Call Me By Your Name. A lot of people saw it. I don't know if it got an Oscar, if it had Oscar buzz, whatever. It was it was a good movie. Um basically he was a star in it and it really shot him into the, the public arena, okay? Um <clears throat> it's a lot, kind of like a cult classic movie. You know, people now I, I'd say it must be three years old at this point, if not more. Um take a second, Google him. <clears throat> Now, like I said, there was these messages and like I said, these messages were alleged, okay? However, Hammer is yet to make a public statement about any of these messages um, and his former girlfriend, okay, Jessica Ciencin Henriquez has spoken out saying that she believes the shocking messages are real. When I tell you these messages are crazy, I mean it. I was shook and it takes a lot to shake me. So Hammer, right, he's 34. He began trending on Twitter on Sunday night um, after a series of screenshots showing graphic, graphic, when I say nasty, of the nastiest messages um, he'd allegedly penned to a woman were leaked by the anonymous and now private Instagram account House of Effie. Um, another woman Hammer was recently said to be dating, model Paige Lorenz, tweeted Sunday, anyone got a good therapist as the messages were first leaked. Okay, so mm, I don't know what's happening. Um, former girlfriend then as well, Henriquez, responded to the post the following day telling Lorenz, yeah girl, I'll send you the number accompanied by a winky face emoji. Okay, so let's dive into these messages, okay? These messages are going to rock your shit. Um, so basically, the page that first put out these messages was going to give a backstory on how they met. So this was basically a fan who had messaged um, Army Hammer, okay, the actor. And she said, oh my God, I love you. Um, and he, he's seen the message, it came up seen. So she said, totally fangirling and can't sleep now. I loved, loved you in the social network. The Lone Ranger and Uncle have a beautiful day. He said, go to sleep and thank you. She said, oh my God, I actually volunteer for a nonprofit that helps children with disabilities. I'd love to talk to you about it if you're interested. Blah, 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 blah. He wasn't interested in your charity and neither are we. Um, but that is how the two started talking. And the messages escalated from that, okay, from this brief encounter into a more sexual relationship, if you will. Um, I'm going to start reading out some of the messages to you now. <clears throat> so some of them sent by Arnie Harmer um, on Instagram. But I want to talk. I feel like the same way you are on one side of the slave spectrum. I am on the other side of the master spectrum and I can't ever imagine another slave. This girl puts in quotations next to her screenshot, literally had multiple slaves when he said this lie. I don't even want one. I would never feel as strongly. Fuck, too drunk and honest, 
You are mine and I am yours, no matter what happens. And we've tested that to the extremes. Okay, first message, we're already getting it. Okay, so basically we're getting the, the impression that he said that he's on one side of the master spectrum. So what we're getting is he's obviously, again, into this BDSM life like we discussed earlier. <clears throat> but that message was beyond tame. The next message reads from the screenshots. You just live to obey and be my slave. I will own you. That's my soul, my brain, my spirit, my body. Would you come and be my property till you die? If I wanted to cut off one of your toes and keep it with me in my pocket so I always had a piece of you in my possession... Like, okay. <laughs> then he goes on to say, So hard, thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling when it beats. <clears throat> Again, like, it is, it's gone beyond creepy, obviously. Okay, the whole holding the heart. They're, they're cutting off one of your toes. Why am I still interested though? Why am I still like, okay, take the whole damn hope. You know? <laughs> you know? And what does that say about me? Um, he goes on to say, I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck. That's scary to admit, B. I've never admitted that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while it's still warm. Like this man, as beautiful as he is and talented as an actor, sure, is crazy. Is crazy. And I'm, look, I'm not kink shaming or whatever. You know, that's not how we do. But this man is. Because it, it just sounds like this is the guy. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I'm still into it in some capacity. Like this, all this is kind of like, mm, okay, what's going on here? Um, he wants to cut off my baby. I mean, look, I have nine other toes. I could afford the baby. Um, it is quite hot though, isn't it? This whole power play, as deranged and tortured as it is, it still sings quite hot to me. You know, it does. Okay, there I said it. Um, he says... I'd chase you down and pounce on you so fast if you tried to walk away. Fuck, you need something strong to hold me back from you. He goes on. You around? I'll phone you later. Okay, and then we're seeing some correspondence here. You around? I'll phone you later. Yes, daddy. <laughs> yes, how may I be of help, daddy? Oh my God, when you call me that, I get like so horny. I need to drink your blood. Why the distance? I am yours, Daddy. I will help you. I need you to rent us a place and set it up with a list of things I'll mail you about. Of course. Where? I am going to be so naughty and kinky with you there. Oh, the possibilities. Ha ha ha. He goes on then for the final message. <clears throat> You're mine. You hear me? Say it now. I am yours. I belong to you. Say that you're mine. M-I-N-E. He spells it out. I own you now. I'll own you forever. I do. I am yours, daddy. 
good girl. <laughs> Whenever I see that, I'm like, good girl. <laughs> I always read it like like an old Irish like grandfather. It's like, good girl. Good girl yourself. Good girl. <laughs> so that's not hot to me. But he's like, good girl. Your body is so fucking perfect and it's mine and I am into you. I need your blood. I crave it. Will you give it to me tomorrow? Don't forget that you're mine. That topic, once again, it is very intense. I'm intense. I need your blood. I want you to feed me with it. <laughs> that is fucked up. And this is this is a, a Hollywood star. You know, this is not some irrelevant celebrity that no one knows who they are. Okay, this is someone who is actually popping more so in his career now than ever after the, the success of Call Me By Your Name. So this has to, I mean, this if this turns out to be true, this is going to be, I have to imagine, detrimental because I guess the girlfriends were insinuating, the exes were insinuating that he was quite abusive in some regards. Um, and one of them posted on Instagram saying that these abusers, it takes a whole team behind them to hide the abuse. If you get me, like referring, I guess, to Army and his management and his agents and, you know, whatever, all these different puppeteers within the, in the Hollywood industry. Um, but it does get interesting. I did some, a little more digging, right? And I found an interview in Playboy magazine with him in 2013, right? <laughs> and he talked about um, his wild sexual habits with women in previous relationships. And he told them that, in, in quotations, well, if you're married to a feminist as I am, then it's, I don't know how much we can put here without my parents being embarrassed, but I used to like to be a dominant lover. I liked the grabbing of the neck and the hair and all that. But then you get married and your sexual appetites change. And I mean that for the better. It's not like I'm suffering in any way, but you can't really pull your wife's hair. It gets to a point where you say, I respect you too much to do these things that I kind of want to do. Hmm. Hammer later went on and he blamed like his oversharing about his past sexual exploits on alcohol. He said to E, he was like, let's just say in hindsight, hindsight is 2020, don't drink during an interview. However... In an interview with Elle later the same year, he claimed a former girlfriend once tried to stab him in bed. He said, one chick tried to stab me when we were having sex, Hammer said. I should not, I, I should so not be telling the story. She was like, true love leaves scars. You don't have any. And then she tried to stab me with a butcher knife. He added, of course, I probably broke up with her seven months later. <laughs> So obviously he's a fucking, he's a, he's a sexual deviant. Like, okay, he had fucking, he was in bed with Stabby Joe. And after she tried to fucking stab him, he broke up with her seven months later, okay? So if he has the, the capacity, the appetite for lying in bed next to Stabby Joe and not break up for seven months, then you know you know that he is a high freak count, okay? I mean, you know, these messages turn to be true. He's on about fucking dismembering body parts. He wants to carry around some cunt's toe. <clears throat> wants to drink blood. He fucking said that he cut open a, a live animal to hold its fucking heart. He said that he'd love to have the power over holding some chick's heart in his hands so he could control when it beats. This man is a fucking monster. 
and I love him. <laughs> there is something real fucked up about this, but again, there's a certain toxicity that is drawing me in. <clears throat> now, again, we don't have any more developments on because he hasn't said anything yet. It's been radio silence from him and his team. He hasn't even made any statements denying any of this. So I imagine for him right now, if this turns out to be true, this could be the end of his, I mean, well, no. I mean, is it going to be the end of his acting career? No. Harvey Weinstein was molesting women for years. Jeffrey Epstein was fucking fiddling kids with all the biggest A-listers in the world on a private island and they all went on to have great successful careers. So I'm sure this will not be the final nail in his coffin. Um, But damn, I will never look at Army Hammer the same way. That is for sure. Um, how long have we been running? Oh, just over 40 minutes. Okay, I think it's okay to kind of wrap it up around here. Final thoughts. I mean, look, while Army Hammer, you beautiful bastard, um, it's extremely toxic and maybe a bit sociopathic. Is it still drawing me in somehow? Yes, the toxicity, it draws me in like a moth to a flame. I do find it quite hot everything that he was saying there I do look there I said it I do I'm sure others will agree not necessarily that I want my fucking hoof chopped off but it's the whole it's the thought that someone would even do that you know you're like damn that is one that is one twisted motherfucker you know so I, I that is, it is quite hot now I also do I, I would be conscious of if he was like oh want to meet up after saying all this thing I would go into that and I'd have to be aware that I could potentially not come back. Like, I feel like this is someone who could murder me, you know, if he's cutting animals open <clears throat> and not to rehash all the things. He's ch- I, like, I'm not having someone chop off my fucking hoof. That is, believe me, where I would draw the line. Um, but God, I'm looking forward to see where the story develops. Like I said, it's been radio silence from his camp so far. <clears throat> I imagine we're going to hear about more about it in the next couple of days. You heard it here first. Um... I guess that's everything, you guys. Keep on keeping on. I know it is. It's a miserable time right now. Okay, it is a miserable fucking time. I know. In the meantime, stay woke. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 